1: And you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Today, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I will address some very important issues that we all need to pray. And we need to continue to thank God for the manifestations and the implementation of His plan here on earth. It is just so like God that the preaching of the gospel continues and the kingdom of God is forcefully advancing and the violent take it by force. I just finished a prophetic school online. The registrants, many of them are from different countries. So thank God for that. It is my offering to the Lord, and it is our seed here from the United States of America. Amen. It is amazing that God is doing that, and I consider it as a privilege to be able to do that. Amen. I wanted to share with you that we need to watch what is going on with a leader in North Korea, and we need to keep on praying and pray in the spirit and pray in the understanding. And here's why. In 2012, the Lord sent me to South Korea to prophesy for the unification of the North and South Korea. I went there with Mike and members of the team And the Lord said that we're going to see this unification in our lifetime as long as we continue to pray, as long as we continue to believe in him. So he gave me some signs at that time that already manifested, for example, that their leader is going to die and the son is going to take over his place, which happened a few weeks after our trip there. A lot of things are happening all over the world And the second thing is, I gave instruction either during the prophetic school last week to the registrants. I gave them assignment to watch out for nations whose political leaders will acknowledge or call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ concerning this pandemic. And we know that Brazil, and last week it's Paraguay, and of course United States of America, the body of Christ here. In other parts of the world, in Africa, they were praying for us concerning this pandemic, including children, and it was heartwarming to see it. So those leaders of those countries who acknowledge God, who call on his name, you watch how they will recover from this pandemic. It's going to be easy. It's going to be fast for them because God is going to intervene. This is the time that God is positioning the nations of the world. Now, concerning China, the Lord sent me and Joshua, Divina, Sandy, and Sophia in China several years ago to prophesy over China. What came out from my mouth was amazing. And one of the things that me and Joshua did is to prophesy and walk the Tiananmen Square and I asked the Lord why and I said that we have to prepare the Tiananmen Square for a new relationship between United States and China and that the President of United States will be welcomed there. And of course that already manifested a few years ago. And we pray for China, especially for the underground church there who are being persecuted for their deliverance. And also Last year, I think about September, after me and Joshua returned from our mission trip from Kenya, I was praying and the Lord clearly showed me a laboratory that China is trying to create a type of virus like a SARS or Ebola and that it will be used as a weapon. So I shared that concern with Joshua, and we prayed against it, that it will be exposed, that it will fail. And now we have this problem. By saying that, I know that China is going to be saved. I know that. But it is time for the persecuted underground church to be delivered and set free in China. There are millions and millions of them. We have to pray for the political leaders in China to be brought to justice, to be contended with. But we have to realize that the Chinese people, they're also victims as well. So we're going to pray for that country, for the changing of the guards, and for God to put righteous men or women in political leadership. Amen? So we need to continue to pray for that. That is the will of God. That's the plan of God. So there's a lot of things that is happening all over the world. But I always look upon United States of America on how the Lord Jesus is so merciful in this country, especially to us, the body of Christ. We are united as ever, and we are praying more. This is one of those prayers that you and I need to really focus on. You know, we have been praying and come against abortion. And I know that the Lord is going to hear our prayer, and in the end, we will have victory. And this is in addition to that, that we need to take a notice and that we really need to pray. Last Monday, Monday morning at about 3 o'clock, I woke up from a dream. And in that dream, I got a clear direction from the Lord in which you and I, all my brothers and sisters in Christ, need to address. He gave me a vivid dream about the victims of human trafficking. In my dream, thousands of children came out from uh, shipping containment from the age of five and older and are being trafficked here in the United States. They're being sent, but inside they are being caught not just by the border patrol. They're being caught by the perpetrators of these evil deeds. And I was astounded when I saw the many of them. And some of these children are being sold as slaves. Those teenagers, young ladies, and even men are being sold as sex slaves. Many are being used in filming pornography. So the Lord spoke to me about these young children and the victims of human trafficking and sex slavery. And I know that this is happening in this country now. But as it was shown to me, and I can feel and I can sense the anger of the Lord burning. And I apologized and I really asked God for forgiveness because we were praying against this during our Wednesday. But I didn't realize that it is far more serious. And there are such a big number. So this is what the Lord told me, and I wanted to share it with you. We have to do something. I'm talking about the body of Christ, about human trafficking. We need to pray for the authorities, the governors, the attorney generals of each given state, and our attorney general, Bill Barr, to take part of rounding up the perpetrators of this heinous crime. Second, you and I, can prophesy and we all can pray in our own time that their places of operations, their locations, will be discovered by authorities and for these wicked people to be arrested and to be put to justice. We can also pray and prophesy that their finances dry up and for some people in these organizations Oh know or who are aware of these organizations to get convicted and turn them in. We also need to pray for the victims, for them to get delivered, for them to be protected, and for them to have opportunities to break free. And we need to pray for their restoration. We need to pray, and we have to believe the impossible. For their deliverance. Number four, we as believers must be engaged and united in prayer, like we are praying and coming against abortion, coming against wicked deeds. We need to pray for this. And this is a warning for us that the Lord told me that can happen if we, the body of Christ, will not do something, if we're not going to pray. If the people of God, even our local authorities, will not act, this pandemic might come back, or another plague will come. The anger of the Lord is burning because of his concern towards these children, the victims of human trafficking especially. If you are a Christian, or you call yourself a Christian, and is engaging in watching pornography or taking part of this prostitution, you'll be dealt with severely because the Lord is angry. Because you know what? Many of those that are in pornography, they were victims, and many of them are victims of human or sexual trafficking. And if you watch it, it's just like you are as equally guilty. Number three, if this is not stopped, but of Christ, there will be another plague far worse than AIDS in 1980s that will infect the people who are engaged in this activity. Whether directly or indirectly, you will be dealt with. And then, as what happens to any plague, even innocent people will get infected by it. And if you are engaged in it, God will hold you responsible for the innocent victims as well. The Lord's anger is burning against these wicked people, especially to those that are in the body of Christ, those that are in the church that are taking part of this wickedness. Because why? Why? You ought to know better. We ought to know better. In Numbers chapter 16, verse 46, this is when the people turned against Moses and Aaron, and the Lord's anger burned against the people, and there was a plague. This is what I saw in the dream regarding human trafficking and those that are in the body of Christ that are engaging in pornography and even in prostitution. Numbers chapter 16, verses 46 through 49. Then Moses said to Aaron, Take your censer and put incense in it along with fire from the altar and hurry to the assembly to make atonement for them. Wrath has come out from the Lord. The plague has started. So Aaron did as Moses said and ran into the midst of the assembly. The plague had already started among the people, but Aaron offered the incense and made atonement for them. He stood between the living and the dead, and the plague stopped. But 14,700 people died from the plague, in addition to those who died because of Korah. Then Aaron returned to Moses at the entrance to the tent of meeting, for the plague had stopped. For this human trafficking to be cleanly, cleanly stopped, blood of Christ, We don't need to touch it and we need to engage in prophesying and praying, and if there's something that God is telling us to do, then we have to obey Him. Deuteronomy twenty one verse nine. So you will purge from yourselves the guilt of shedding innocent blood since you have done what is right in the eyes of the Lord. Proverbs chapter six verses sixteen and seventeen. There are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him. A haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, false witness who pour out lies, and a man who stirs up dissension among brothers. It's in the scripture. So now... I am going to address the congregation of Freedom Fellowship Church like I was addressing you now, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Let us focus on the tasks that are ahead. Let us unite. Forget about our differences. Let us unite on this so that we will be innocent in the eyes of God, that we are the group of people who acted and who did not hesitate to do right thing. Those wicked, they will be led into destruction anyway. And as far as this pandemic is concerned, it all depends on the body of Christ. As it is, the American people are united. We are doing our best to protect others. We are doing our best, even though all of us were affected by it one way or another. And at the same time, We need to continue to pray for our president and our leaders. There is always time for political arguments and election, but at this time, let us rally behind him and ask God to give them wisdom and to give them strength. And let us pray for our scientists, our doctors and nurses for wisdom and protection and how to treat the Americans. Amen. These things will turn around and you'll see. The economic recovery of the United States of America will be easy, and we are better off as the people of God and American citizens. We are going to be better off because we are prepared for whatever challenges that lies ahead. And I thank God for everyone, especially the companies, the corporations, that really use their resources and their know-how to help this country. The whole world is watching how we're handling this. And I am so proud and I'm so grateful to the Lord on how we're handling it, majority of us. Amen. So let us continue to pray for our country and the economy is going to bounce back. You're going to see a lot of new ideas, new concepts and new businesses that will open up even for the body of Christ. And I am excited for the future. Also, be concerned about other countries, about the other nations of the world. We need to continue also to pray for them. Americans, especially the members of the body of Christ, we are practically financing about 70% of the preaching of the gospel all over the world. We are known for our generosity. We can be generous with our money. Now we can be generous with our time to pray for the people of the world. Amen. I am so excited, and I thank God for our governor, for our lieutenant governor, and for our attorney general. I thank God for them, and I continue to pray for them for wisdom and protection. And the destiny and the prophecy that I released about the great state of Texas several years ago continues to come to pass. That state of Texas will continue to lead in righteous governance that other states and even nations of the world will imitate and we're going to find out the result. Because for one thing, our top three leaders, they're all righteous. They're all God-fearing men. They are believers like us. And we need to take that into consideration. At the same time, the arts and entertainment, the scientific discoveries, even uh, technology, they will continue to advance here in the great state of Texas. So we'll continue to be blessed as long as we do our part. And let us continue to sow seed to other nations. It's so amazing that in the midst of a turmoil, I could see the hand of God and I could see the intervention of God, even in other countries. And I am really excited. This is a time for us to really be quiet. And it is such an adventure for me just to go to a grocery store. But I don't mind because this too shall pass. Don't even think that our lifestyle will be so hindered and be so restricted after this pandemic. I don't think so. I think we'll be better off, actually, because if God is still on the throne, he is in control. And our political leaders are really helping out, and they are making the right decisions. So, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, let us continue to sow seeds. We are generous people. We are a holy nation. And as I'm seeing it now, we are really taking our posts in the kingdom of God. Most of us are. Even in the Philippines, those people that I discipled and I continue to train, they went from the giving side and God is blessing them. And I know and I know that God is going to do great things through them and in them. Amen. So let us obey and follow instructions to continue to pray for our leaders for United States of America to come against this human trafficking, come against abortion, and all kinds of evil things that are not from God. If we, people of God, will stop touching these evil things, will not partake of it, you know, they will not prosper because we are a life-giving people now because of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are a life-giving spirit with physical bodies, of course, and we also preserve things here on earth. So let us not preserve evil things by touching them. We all know and we are familiar with Deuteronomy 28, the chapter of blessings and curses. And if we obey God in Deuteronomy chapter 28, starting with verse 3 all the way to 12, We are going to be blessed, and a part of the blessing is whatever you place your hands to, it shall prosper. And the last part of Deuteronomy chapter 28, of course, if you do not obey the word of the Lord, you will be under a curse. So if we are preserving salt, if whatever we place our hands to shall prosper because of the anointing of God, so let us not touch unclean things. I remember decades ago, I was in our office, and I was by myself, and I start praising God. And I said, like, Lord, a part of my blessing is whatever I place my hands to, it shall prosper. And I start blessing everybody. I start blessing the company. And I heard the voice of God and said, it is true, Christina. So you and my people should not touch unclean things because those two shall prosper. So he's going to hold us accountable, but we're not going to do that, right? So we're not going to do that. And, uh, and praise God. A lot of wonderful things are going to manifest this week also, and the following week, and the following week after that. Get excited. This too shall pass, and we will come out as a better person, a better nation all over the world. Amen? And I'm running out of time. Thank you. And again, let me pray for all of you, because we are going to see a lot of supernatural manifestations, things that we do not even expect for you as a person to receive or to even experience it. God is on the move. Amen. Holy Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you, Father, for the heads of protection around each and everyone that are listening today at the sound of my voice. In the name of Jesus, I release supernatural manifestations of blessings and opportunities and resources for them, Lord. I thank you that their physical body will be so strengthened that no sickness and disease will even enter their physical bodies. I bind the spirit of death and I loosen forth life. I thank you, Lord, that you're going to use this to turn things around for good. And I thank you, Lord, that the next step of revival of major changes for good is our education system. As you have dealt with the arts and entertainment, as you have dealt with our political leaders, as you have dealt with the sports arena, Lord, I thank you that this time it will be the education system. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that we will have the best education system in the world. Because we acknowledge you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. And I call forth a new breed of teachers that will teach our children, that will educate them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I give you praise. I give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Sons of God Ministries International and Freedom Fellowship Church will continue to do our live streaming. And since our our, uh, wonderful governor already have allowed us to meet under a certain parameters, we will continue to protect one another. So we're going to continue to hold our Sunday services live streaming. So if you can join us, you can go to our website, SOGMI.org, or find us on YouTube. The morning service now includes the praise and worship live streaming at exactly 1030 in the morning, and in the evening at 7 p.m., and Wednesday is also live streaming. We're going to continue that, and we're going to glorify God. And remember, in everything that we do, Body of Christ, it has to pass litmus test so that we'll know that it is from God or it's the move of God. God gets all the glory. It will benefit His people, and it will also bless you and benefit you as a messenger. Amen? God bless you for tuning in. Until next time.
0: Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to god at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.